they introduced me to some people who worked down on the waterfront and they were having a big party. They called it a tugboat rodeo. And I just thought it was the greatest thing I ever saw. They were playing with their tugboats. And so I'm in the water and had great food, great, great food. So it was a big party. And they, all these guys were saying about a job that they were going to do like at three o'clock in the morning, they had to leave. I said, I could do that. I could do that. And they, I was like this little girl. And they pat me on the head. Oh, sure. You want to try? And I said, yeah, yeah, I really do. Okay, we'll be here at three o'clock in the morning and we'll put you out on the gang. And so those guys went on and kept drinking and drinking and party all night long till the job. I went home, went to bed. So I was only kind of straight and able to walk and talk. And uh, I got a job. Worked on a tugboat called the Wildcat. We brought, they call stores, groceries and uh, whatever they needed out on pallets to the ships at anchor. And the biggest company, our biggest client was uh, Exxon. Exxon had ships come in every other day and they all needed to replenish. So I worked with them and we broke down the pallets and we delivered the food. And uh, I was seeing Exxon people all the time and they were actively recruiting women at the time. And they said, okay, you should come. You should come, little gal. You should come to work for us. And I'm going, I like sleeping in my own little bed. I like going, this is fun. I really like this. This is fun. But um, I, I don't know, leave the city. Why would I want to do that? And then they said, well, come, just come and take the test. And uh, and I just said, well, if I'm ever going to do it, I might as well do it now. So I went and did it. It was, it was scary. I was usually the only woman on board. Sometimes it would be a woman in the kitchen department. The cook might be a woman, but in the deck department, I was definitely the only woman. So I went to, usually from San Francisco to Valdez, Alaska and back. Takes two and a half weeks. So when I got home, I had it like a day and a half. And I could go home, take a shower, you know, sleep in my own bed. And um, the other people did see anybody they knew for you know, whatever the two months you had to give them two months for the job and then a month 45 days off then two months for the job so it was basically just a part-time job but you were getting paid all the time and um, going to Alaska in the winter time is it's brutal we had storms that you know the ship is made of iron steel and the waves and the wind were so forceful that it like warped the banisters and railings and they knock them right off you could you could see ships can kind of break up and how does the uh pilot get on and off when the wind is falling like this and the seas are going like this and boats up here and then it's down there it's uh yeah there's a reason why it's a, a very dangerous industry because accidents don't happen very often but when they do there's generally no survivors was it was a great I mean to be on the sea is really really wonderful so you stand watch every single night for two hours and it's you in the universe you know see the stars you see the stars every single night same time maybe the, the change of the day maybe a minute or two different with the sky you learn everything I mean just experiencing it you learn I don't you know you can't say what I learned because there was no one there saying all oh, that's that that constellation and I don't know, over here and the mythology behind that so if you read a little bit more then you would but just to be out there in the cosmos it was I, I truly appreciate it all the times I've 
had that. It wasn't, it was a little less spiritual when it was rain and sleet so hard your face was bleeding, but and you, you want to cover up everything, but your eye slits because uh, you're frozen. But um, there was a great deal, uh, something um, important about the solitude of that particular experience. Regina to interview her mom, Eileen, about life before children. Eileen was hesitant at first, but eventually told Regina all about living in San Francisco in the early 1980s and working on an oil tanker. I fell in love with this short clip three years ago, but I've never been able to place it anywhere. That's part of why I'm doing this show, for the things that don't quite fit somewhere, but I want to make anyway. 